0: they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind it's time for the show this is retirement income solutions listen plan thrive
1: well hello and welcome into the program this is retirement income solutions thanks for tuning into the show today mark killian here alongside Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, they are local wealth advisors here at Security First Asset Management, and they want you to listen, plan, and thrive here on the program each and every week. You can find Bill and Daniel conveniently at, at their offices in uh, Dublin and Macon. Service here right in the middle Georgia area. Reach out to them, get yourself on the calendar, come in for a no-cost, no-obligation consultation with the team at 800 987 14 43. That's 800 987 1443. Call that number. Like I said, leave your contact information. The team will get back with you and get you scheduled for a time that's convenient for you to talk about the worlds of finance and retirement and make sure that you have a plan that's working for you. You can also find them online at CompleteThePlan.com. That's CompleteThePlan.com. And while you're there, you can check out the events tab. Uh, The guys always have little events going on, in-house classes, things of that nature. So check them out online. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources. Gentlemen, welcome in. How are you? Great. Good. How, good. How you doing? Trying to stay warm. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's been an interesting chill, week or so, hasn't it? Oh, or my gosh. Interesting couple. Of, I guess it's really been a whole interesting spring, or not even spring. What is this? Like, in between winter and spring? It's That's been a just weird... This the new normal, man. I'd hate to be a bush or a tree or a flower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't know what to do, do they? They <laughs> don't know what to do. <laughs> I thought you were going to get all political for a second there. I thought you were talking about the bush or <laughs> the... <laughs> bush, well, bush or Trump man. or a, well, whatever. My <laughs> gosh,
2: I mean... Bloom wanna, or not the bloom? To gonna, oh, do? there
1: you go. To bloom or to not bloom to bloom? Bloom or not to bloom? I like it. That is I the like question. It. That is the question. Well, listen, guys, <laughs> speaking of questions, we got a question to kick off our show as we always do here on the program. So let me dive into that real fast because we could talk about the weather for the whole hour if we're not careful. Mick's got a question for you. Mick is, uh, where, where's Mick at? Mick's in your backyard there in Dublin. In Dublin. Yeah, Belgium. and he says, I recently had a reap proposed to me as an investment I should consider. What are your thoughts on these? Now, you're talking about a writ talking about a writ or a reit or what
2: (laughs) r-e-i-t that's right nick that's a darn good question because you need to understand the the workings of a a writ (laughs) you need to it's pronounced reit okay you need to know the workings of a reit they're non-traded products which means the liquidity is nil until some given date in the future when they have a an in game, which could be a public offering or or a, a buyout or something, something of that nature. They're an alternative investment. They generate uh, dividend income, actually as distributions, not real dividend, and potential growth. We use them as income in portfolios, but well, we also recognize they're not 100% liquid, so they are a good investment. Uh, it's a good thing to look at and make sure that it fits in your overall plan, not just a standalone investment. because you need to understand how they work before you commit to something that could potentially be long-term. And if you need liquidity, that's not the position you want to be in, certainly with not all your money. But uh, we never place more than 10% of anybody's assets in any type of non-traded
1: product.
3: Yeah, and REIT is stands for Real Estate Investment Trust. Well, thank the, you, Dan. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I <laughs> figure <laughs> there might be a few there listeners. There may be a few listeners. A few going, what what are mean? they talking about? That's right.
2: No, it is a, mispronounced a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of them Ritz. R-E-I-T-M. <laughs> yeah, it's Real Estate Investment Trust. Trust. It's a non-traded investment
1: all right, Public well, offering there you go. Well, Mick, thank you for the question. Obviously, if you got some, you know, you want to talk more specifically about this, go ahead and give uh, Bill and Daniel a call and sit down and have a conversation with them before you take any action. Always check with a qualified professional. 800 987 1443 is that number, 800 987 1443. Daniel, what is our fact of the week there, fella? Okay,
3: well, you know, this week we're going to go with one. From CNN, It says, a recent study found that 75% of American adults who were familiar with a fake news headline viewed the story as accurate. Hmm. The study went on to say false news stories were 70% more likely to be retweeted than true stories. And it takes true stories about six times as long to reach 1,500 people as it takes for false stories to reach the same number of people.
1: How about that? Wow. Wow. Why is that? I think it's maybe our, our flair for the dramatic. Maybe well, you know, that's, that's, so. that's a, the word I was trying yeah, to Yeah. As as humans, we tend to gravitate Well, okay, think about this. If you go someplace and have a bad experience, how much more likely are you to talk about it than if you had a good experience? Right.
3: Much more likely.
1: Exactly. So I think people in general, we tend to be a bit on the negative or pessimistic side. And of course, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, I don't know. Gossip spreads a lot. As they say, gossip spreads faster than the truth. So.
2: So the fact is that fake news is real. Apparently. <laughs> well,
1: it, I think it's, <laughs> it's, a uh, <laughs> it's a real problem. It's a real yeah, problem. That's true.
3: So it's I, a think real it's, problem.
1: I think it's brought to life by just the amount of uh, times it gets, I guess, retweeted or whatever the stuff is nowadays. Yeah, I mean, you, know, always something. you
2: know, I think most of us are brought up to believe that the news that we hear is real you know i mean i remember that i mean the news on the tv my gosh this is real stuff pay attention and now now we got alternate reality Mm -hmm. well
1: yeah as you say there's a bit of a there's a bit of a difference in the in the generations too right so now it's completely different so mark
3: Mark twain had a good quote he said a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes
1: and think about that that was probably a hundred years ago right yeah, At over least. that, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Uh,
3: how, boy, how would it go around the world
1: back then? Shoot. Boy, I tell you what, Telegram. If, we, if we had social media back then, whoa, <laughs> that'd wow. be some interesting things. Well, speaking of traveling back in time a little bit, uh, we're going to talk about our uh, topic of the week here, and that's the Market Crash Hall of Fame. Basically, I want to talk about a couple of the really big instances, these big black swan events that have happened to the market throughout time. And uh, since we were kind of talking about uh, Mark Twain and some older stuff there, the, we'll start with the granddaddy of them all, Black Tuesday. We'll just kind of mention that because it was kind of the one that we all have heard about, we learned about in school. And that was kind of like the first, I guess, really big major uh, crash, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. That was uh, October 29th, 1929. I believe we probably have
1: listeners out there that maybe...
2: You weren't around then, right, No, no, Bill wasn't around then. (laughs) My
1: my dad's (laughs) name is Bill, and he actually was, but yeah. Was he? Uh, No. My dad was around. Yeah, Yeah, he was like two, but (laughs) he was around. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My
2: dad would have been about seven, so yeah, yeah. But that day, the Dow fell 12%. Just think about that. Uh, That was a small number then. 12% was gigantic. Mm, and dramatically, yeah. it dramatically ended a long period of what was uh, termed at the time irrational exuberance in the market. Hmm. Now we had that same <laughs> same term. that's familiar, yeah. Yeah, O one O two and seven oh eight Somebody saying the same thing. And how did it pan out? Well, it created the Great Depression, and then we had recently well, that's well, that's been referred to as the Great Recession. Great recession, Great recession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Great recession. So, if you didn't live through it, uh, you can certainly read about it and, and be thankful that you didn't, because it was a it was dire straits in this country for millions. About of half,
1: people. The, yeah, about half the population was unemployed or so.
2: Unemployed yeah. and you know standing in line for food and and water and and provisions. Uh, yeah, it was tough, tough times. We haven't experienced that, although I'm sure that during our recent great recession there were many people hurting oh yeah obviously many people
1: well it's kind of uh you know so i wanted to kind of start this segment by kind of talking about that one because it's kind of the original if you will let's move up to more recent and where folks can kind of think about this really all of the early 2000s seem to be pretty problematic now that we look back on it but you had the dot-com crash right in the beginning of 2000 to kind of kick that whole thing off
3: yeah april 14th 2000s where many people will say the dot-com crash started as you remember the 90s were such a wonderful time in the stock market A lot of people overweighted their portfolios to this new technology stocks that were out there with the internet starting to come up, you know, on the rise. And really, it led to a big downturn and the pop of that bubble. It didn't bottom out until the fall of 2002. It was over 50% from peak to trough. So certainly not a time that you want to invest in technology stocks. You don't want to buy the NASDAQ ETF back
1: then. I don't know if it was around. It probably wasn't around. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But anyway, it was the end of the curse of good times, the 90s. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, then that kind of, so, you know, the dot-com or the tech bubble, I guess, right? Some people will remember it as called the tech bubble as well. It kind of was still going on, really, actually. It hadn't even recovered, really, when, of course, we had, you know, the the terrible events of of September 11th, which then caused an even further decline.
2: Yeah, September 17, 2008. That was the. The first day of trading after September 11th, after the tax, and it represents the third largest single-day decline in history. So that was a big day.
1: Not a good day. No, absolutely not. A big day
2: for declines in the market. Yeah, we gave away a lot lot of worth during that period of time.
1: So we're kind of moving our way through these pieces and we and it, there's a theme going on here and that is that, you know, these large black swan events, we don't know when they're going to happen. We don't know where they're going to come from and they can certainly wreak havoc on a financial plan, on a retirement plan so making sure that you do have one in place and that you have a proper one in place is going to go a long way. That's what we talk about here a lot on the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions with Bill and Daniel. 800-987-1443 is your number to call to talk with them at Security First Asset Management. That's 800 800- 800-987-1443. So, guys, then that leads us right into, obviously, to the 2008 financial crisis or the Great Recession, I guess, as it was called. Again, early 2000s, just one thing after another, hammering away.
3: Yeah, September 29th, 2008, it was the biggest single-day decline in the market. Now, that is not on a percentage basis. You know, the Great Depression, as we mentioned earlier, that one's 12% in one day. But as far as the number goes, it was the biggest single-day crash. October 15th of 2008, again, that was a close second after a bad retail sales report and all that. Remember Lehman Brothers and who was all, Bear Stearns. Bear Stearns. Bear Stearns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm starting to forget the names, which is a good thing. Yeah, they don't, uh, they don't exist anymore. Yeah, that's why. you know I do have a few people that bought the Lehman Brothers bonds from other advisors back then and still shows on their statements. But yeah, didn't have a many. lot of value, too, right? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> but, yeah, boy, that's a day that that particular year is what everyone thinks about now when we think about a bad time in the market. And, you know, that's close to 10 years ago. So we've we've had quite the run-up since then.
1: Well, I imagine for a lot of folks, guys, that it's taken a lot of time, especially if you lost up to 50% of your portfolio, you know, through the housing bubble, I guess that was the other thing we called that was the housing bubble. It's taken almost 10 years for a lot of people to get a lot of this back. And in some cases, maybe they still completely haven't. And the idea here is that, you know, we just again, we don't know when these things are going to come from or where they're going to come out of. And you've got to be prepared. You've got to have a plan in place because that's kind of the quote unquote, when's the next one. Do you think about earlier in February, right? We had that, uh, that big one day point drop. We had a couple of weeks there where it was bouncing all around, uh, I think it what what dropped a thousand points on a Monday or whatever, and so people started to get nervous, and they're like, "Is this the next one?" So, how do you go about preparing yourself, you know, for something like that?
2: You've got to take the emotion out of it. It's very and simple. We've learned over the years that if you have a plan in place with strategies, and you understand how you're invested and why you're invested, and you have uh, things in place to mitigate risk, and you're looking long term with parts of your money, not all of it. We believe that some of your assets, especially if you're drawing income, need to be in positions that are not a, not as volatile. But our long-term money, equity money that uh, for our longevity risk and inflation risk, it needs to be in the market. But we try to balance those portfolios so that they, they do have risk mitigation in them. The bottom line is that we need to be prepared for it. We need to understand where we are in cycles and uh, understand the what we try to do with our clients, we have twice a year uh, market updates. We do seminars on it. And we try to present data that shows where we are and uh, some of the leading and the indicators of, and some of the forecasts that are coming forward. We can't predict the future, but we certainly can look at data in the past to understand where we are and, and adjust accordingly. So being prepared and having good advice, I think, helps you navigate and take out emotion. We're very passionate about our community being well prepared for retirement, and we want to extend an opportunity to you right now to help you be sure that you're well prepared. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you if you call in the next 15 minutes and have at least $100,000 set aside for retirement. We'll talk about your retirement income needs, where that income is gonna come from, and how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little as possible in taxes, and make sure that you don't outlive your money. Now, you might say, I don't really have to call in the next 15 minutes. And yes, it's true. You could probably take care of it in the next week or even the next month. But here's the deal. We've been coaching people in retirement planning for a long time now. And we've learned that it's too easy to procrastinate or get distracted. So if you don't start the process now, there's a very good chance that maybe you're not going to do it at all. So the first coaching that we're going to give you is to encourage you to take the first step right now. For almost anybody, that's the hardest part. So for there, it's really not a painful process whatsoever. So if you're ready to finally get a plan in place,
1: give us a call right now. Well, go ahead and take advantage of the offer that Bill just made here at Security First Asset Management. Get yourself on the calendar at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Again, the idea being that, you know, we never know when these things are going to come out of the uh, out of the woodwork, these black swan events, these major crashes that have happened in the market throughout time, and we just don't know when the next one's going to be. So make sure that you're taking the right steps. So now we're not sitting there saying there's going to be one tomorrow or next week or next year or whatever. It's simply just making sure sure that you are taking steps to prepare yourself and having a good plan in place, having some coaches on your side to really help you through that. Like uh, local wealth advisors, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith is a great way to kind of help you get on the right path. 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. This is Retirement Income Solutions. We'll be back after this.
4: What should be the number one concern if you're approaching retirement? Income planning. It means making sure that your money can support you and your family for the rest of your lives. Here in middle Georgia, meet with the Security First Asset Management Team by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Extra, extra, read all about it.
1: Well, it is time for In the News here on Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. They want you to listen, plan, and thrive, and they can certainly help you along the way. Give them a call at 800-987-1443 if you have questions about your financial and retirement situation, 800-987-1443. Our uh, In the News segment is usually a topic or headline that's making its way around the, uh, the news programs or the interwebs or whatever the case is. So guys, Target is the latest major company to significantly raise the minimum wage. They're up to $12 an hour. With the goal of being at $15 an hour soon, is the raising of the minimum wage a good or bad thing for the economy, in your opinion? Well, it's certainly a a controversial topic. If you're a person
3: trying to make ends meet, obviously everybody wants to make more money, so there's there's nothing wrong with that. I think the real challenge has become a lot of the low-skilled, low-wage jobs that used to exist 30 years ago when people were pumping gas at gas stations and all that, they simply don't exist anymore because they can't. Be done, the companies can't have that person working there and, and afford to pay the person uh, right. and and also turn a profit and so you you lose the opportunity of working your way up if if you're a youngster and you know in your teenage years and trying to gain experience it's harder and harder to find jobs in order to do that to work your way up the ladder. Having the, the minimum wage change, generally, you know, you're going to see companies pass that expense on in the form of raising the prices at Target or other companies that that have higher uh, wage right. rates to the end user. But the thing I don't like is let's just where do we stop at? Is a hundred dollars a fair minimum wage? Two hundred dollars an hour? Why not just legislate where everyone gets a thousand dollars an hour and then. Everybody will be rich. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, I mean, where do I'm you sure draw the line? The right. Then I, then I,
3: you can see a hamburger
2: costing 20 bucks. Yeah.
1: yeah
2: they're, they're, obviously well, they already cost economic. that in some
1: places, so <laughs> or maybe 40 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm
3: talking about at the, you know, the yeah, fast food. At the fast joke. food,
1: true. Yeah. Mm hmm.
3: Yeah. I think the shift needs to happen is jobs shouldn't be permanent. They should be stepping stones. You know, no one wants to work a low wage job the rest of their life. True. And so it should be viewed as hey, this is an opportunity to get my foot in the door. I'm going to move my way up the ladder.
2: Maybe instead of increasing the wages that high, they ought to maybe pay for tuition to get these people better skilled and educated.
1: Maybe so. Well, maybe they um, have, yeah. Uh, and that opens uh, up a whole like other that. can of worms there too, right? So mm, yeah. we certainly have yeah. our work cut out for us. That's for sure. Bill, uh, any thoughts on that before we go? The bottom line is if it costs me
2: as a retailer to more to to operate my business, then I have no other rescue other than to raise prices.
1: True. Yeah, and that's kind of the debate, right? Daniel started it off by saying it's right. kind of a uh, you know there's two sides of this uh, equation going on. You've got people that certainly want to make more, and that's understandable. But at the same time, the companies also are not going to want to lose mm-hmm. too much on the bottom line. Yeah. So yeah,
2: if it if it gets target to the point where people don't shop there
3: because they're not competitive, well, not Toys that. R
1: Us, right? Toys R Us recently mentioned they're they're closing all their stores and they kind of price themselves that. right out. Yeah,
3: yeah, and then another unintended consequence in Seattle, you know. Uh, companies that, that have restaurants, they raise their minimum wage to $15 an hour, and what's happening is these smaller local companies cannot afford, they don't have the deep pockets like the corporations do, right. and so you're seeing companies that are larger can afford to pay that minimum wage hike, and, and they're seeing their mom and pops go out of business there because they simply can't afford the same things as big corporate interests can.
1: Yeah, in a way, it's kind of interesting because it's a lot like when Walmart kind of really blew up in the late 80s, early 90s, and they were all pushing all the moms and pops out just because they had better prices. Well, this is kind of the same thing, but obviously the, the flop end is that it's the it's the pricing of the employees. They can't afford to hire people right. and pay them those wages. So, yeah, it's interesting. We've got to be careful. It's a tough debate. It's a tough, tough debate. debate. Well, that's our In the News here on Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. We'll get back to the uh, financial and retirement chat in just a minute after this. Eight hundred nine eight seven fourteen forty
0: three. Want to learn more about the team at Security First Asset Management? Visit our website, completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com.
1: Well, it's story time here on Retirement Income Solutions with the team from Security First Asset Management, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, 800-987-1443. It's 800-987-1443. Guys, tell us about a time when you were able to significantly lower the fees in someone's portfolio.
3: First of all, we realize how important it is to to make sure that taxes and fees both are taken into consideration when we're building a financial plan. Obviously, the the more money that you have to pay out in fees and taxes to the IRS, the less money that you get to keep in your pocket. So there's been many times when we'll do what we call a fee analysis for clients. Uh, Recently, I had some clients come in and they had a a portfolio, a lot of mutual funds inside of it. And uh, when you start looking at the expense ratios inside of the prospectuses that come to you in the mail, many times you'll, you'll be surprised at the total fees that, that are included in those. So, we many times will reduce client fees by, instead of using mutual funds, we, if it's appropriate, would use uh, individual stocks, sometimes ETFs in a portfolio, to try to, to reduce the risk, uh, overall risk in a portfolio.
2: Yeah, a lot of times we find. Um Folks that may have purchased a product that has a lot of fees in it, some of the annuities out there like that. Again, we don't wanna come across as bashing any product. Uh, Products are good. Variable annuities are good for some circumstances, but not always. Sometimes they're placed in the folks' portfolio that probably didn't need to be there. From time to time, we'll find something like that that's got two to 3%, maybe even more in fees. In particular, uh, if there's a a benefit there like a retirement income rider, and there's no need for income. We've had that experience uh, several times where somebody had a variable annuity that had an income rider, and they had well enough income coming from their pensions and Social Security, and they would never, ever turn that rider on. So our responsibility is to identify the fees that they're paying and try to identify why and what the purpose of the, the annuity is in that instance. And then try to find an alternative that will reduce the fees. So we're very conscious, as Daniel said, about not only fees, but also tax consequences of how we do sequence of spending with our clients.
1: Well, if you have some questions about lowering your fees or what that might look like or if that's possible and you really want to dive into a conversation with the team from Security First Asset Management, give them a call at 800-987-1443. Get on the calendar and come in and discuss what's going on. Let the team look at your situation, look at your portfolio and see what's happening there and give you some insights. 800-987-1443 to get started with Security First Asset Management. You're listening to Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, Plan, Thrive.
4: Planning for retirement shouldn't be a mystery. So why is it so easy to get bogged down with financial terms and advisors who try to offer you a sales pitch? At Security First Asset Management, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith take pride in looking after their clients' best interests. They strive to educate you about the financial world and want to build a plan to help you thrive for the rest of your life. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation by calling 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Get a second opinion of your current financial plan with a retirement income solution from the Security First Team. Dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Want to do what you
0: love in retirement? Then listen to Retirement Income Solutions Listen, plan, thrive.
1: Well, we're cruising down the home stretch here today on Retirement Income Solutions. Thank you for listening to the program. We certainly appreciate your time each and every week here on the show. We want you to listen, plan, and thrive with local wealth advisors Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith from Security First Asset Management, serving you right here in middle Georgia from their office in Dublin and Macon. You can give them a call and get yourself on the appointment calendar for no cost, no obligation by simply dialing 800-987-1443. That's 800 987 we do this show each and every week To uh, just kind of an extenuation of the education That the team tries to provide And uh, talk about concepts and generalities And things of that nature But you have to take the action to come in And talk about your specific situation Because everybody is so different So give them a call, come in, have a chat 800-987-1443 Or find them online at complete the Plan. Com. All right, guys, we got another email question in here for you from Charles in Macon. Charles says, with so much market uncertainty recently, is this a good time to buy some bonds? Well, Charles, thank you for the question. That's a, a very
3: normal thing to think. For many, many years, bonds have been viewed as the safe alternative to stocks and uh, kind of the place to run to when bad times come. But the difference this time is we are in a rising interest rate environment. Bond yields are low. As interest rates rise, you're going to see bond prices driven down as yields go up. So especially if you're investing in bond funds inside of your 401k plan or ETFs, exchange-traded funds that buy bonds, you're going to have the issue of of those will have a really difficult time gaining value in a rising interest rate environment. So as interest rates go down prices go up and op- opposite of that happens as rates go up prices go down so I don't think personally now is a good time to buy bonds. However, there are other alternatives out there that can uh, be principal protected and give you good protection for your money and a reasonable rate of return instead of bonds. So please give us a call and we can discuss some of those with you.
1: 800-987-1443. A way I was always taught to remember that with the bonds, guys, is uh, when rates are high, bonds die, and when rates are low, bonds grow. So that was a little wow. run-in that always worked for me.
2: <laughs> you, you learned that in kindergarten? Yeah, what? I
1: did. Yeah, exactly. I learned that in financial I kindergarten. I my kids to that school. <laughs> I want to go to that school. Yeah. I was a senior in college for them. <laughs> there you go. Uh, 800-987-1443 is your number to call. If you have questions and you want to submit them, go to the website, complete completetheplan.com. That's complete completetheplan.com. Thanks for the uh, email question, Charles. We certainly appreciate it. And make sure you uh, reach out to Daniel and Bill. All right, guys. So let's talk about our topic here to wrap up the uh, the show this week. And that's uh, maybe some things that nobody really says. You probably never heard some of these statements I'm going to throw out at you here, but you've probably heard the opposite a time or two. So we'll have a little fun here. These are some things that nobody really says. So I imagine you guys have never heard anybody say, I really regret putting my money into the Roth IRA every year. Boy, howdy, no.
2: As a <laughs> matter of fact, most of why, why didn't I start this a long time ago? Exactly. Why didn't I put more of the money there? You know, I think what we've been sold is obviously the Roth came on later in life than the traditional IRA and the 401k defined contribution plan. So we haven't had it as long, around as long, but most people have gotten hooked over the years on the pre-tax savings today and uh, and didn't have the foresight to – to see down the road what taxes are going to do their retirement so it's the opposite if i'd have known this earlier generally is what we hear i'd have put a lot more money there yeah and i hope over time that more 401k plans and qualified plans inside employer plans will will have the roth uh, available but no it's uh when it comes to taxes paying less is always better
1: Yeah, and I think you got a good point there, Bill, is that we kind of are sold a traditional for so long that it's kind of the habit, it's kind of the default or the go-to, but uh, hopefully we are seeing more of that switch to the Roth RA. We are having a little bit of fun here with things that you never hear someone say, or that Bill and Daniel never hear someone say, as uh, local wealth advisors. You never hear someone say, boy, I should have spent more money and saved less over the years because I just don't know what I'm going to do with all this money before I die.
3: Yeah, that's (laughs) something I don't typically hear people say. Well, I'll say this. It's a very rare thing to hear people (laughs) say that. Most of the time, you know, uh, people have intentional things that they do with their money, especially if they have a plan in place. You know, they know what's going to happen with their assets if if they don't end up spending them all. And there's a reason people – continue to save and, and invest their money as, and protect themselves as they age you know we have all kind of different challenges that pop up we have the cost of health care and long-term care keeps going up and you know having money put away for those things certainly are reasons that people never say i wish i hadn't have saved more <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i don't think so uh, the producer's having a little bit of fun here with our uh, with our topic this week just kind of flipping the script if you will and things that nobody says and usually what we're doing is we're talking about the opposite. Opposite—that's really more the types of uh, information that the guys get when people come in to sit down and talk about their financial situation, their retirement situation. 800-987-1443. If you have questions and things that you'd like to discuss that are specific to you, 800-987-1443. I imagine you'd never hear a spouse come in and say the life insurance payout I got when my spouse died was insulting because it's like the person didn't think I could handle the finances without getting some extra money and some help. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, if there's one, uh, one thing that we don't see a lot of is enough life insurance. Okay. It's a great planning tool. As a matter of fact, I read just uh, this morning where today uh, life insurance is, is being looked at more of a, a need in long-term financial planning than, than it has been in the past. Uncertainty certainly helps with this because on longevity risk, for example— People worried about outliving their money, and, and life insurance can be a great leverage tool to, to supplement income and in retirement at the death of a spouse and, and create legacy planning for children. I worry about my grandchildren, uh, whether they're going to have enough uh, opportunities to save and have a retirement. And One of the best legacies that uh, a family can leave for their, for their family is a big old pile of life insurance. So it's a good planning tool. So we never hear people say, I don't have enough, but they probably think they have enough. But uh, in reality... Life insurance can do a lot of things in the planning cycle if it's uh, appropriate for the situation.
1: Yeah, yeah. Every there's different tools, right? There's so many different tools available that you want to make sure that you are talking with a, a qualified professional about the right tools that'll be the right fit for you. Daniel, I imagine you never hear somebody say, "Boy, it makes me feel so patriotic to pay more taxes than I have to." You know, I just I don't like paying less.
3: <laughs> I've never heard that. I bet I never will hear that. Exactly. Now, most people. Feel they can spend their money the best. I feel like they can spend it better than giving it to, to different uh, you know government agencies to have them do it. But certainly not something people want to pay more of. No one wants to pay more in taxes. But with that said, there is no guarantee you're not going to pay more in, in the, the future. future. Oh yeah, there's no yeah. guarantee of that. So less. taxes are on sale today. Like it or not, definitely cheaper today than what they have been and probably will be.
1: No, that's true. I mean, you know, right now with this thing getting past and going through, everybody's pretty excited about this upcoming current tax season, I guess, for 2018. But, we all have to be realistic and say at some point, you know, this twenty-two trillion dollars has got to come back from somewhere. So over the uh, over the time period, over the next however long, at some point, someone's going to have to start getting the taxes up there a little bit. This is Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, 800-987-1443. If you want to talk, uh, you know, seriously, with the guys about making sure that you are doing the right things for your retirement plan, we're having a little fun here and just kind of doing the, saying the opposite things that you, you never hear somebody say when they come in to sit down and talk with bill and daniel but if you do have questions and you would like to get yourself on the calendar it's pretty easy to do there's no cost there's no obligation so just call that number 800-987-1443 come into dublin or macon sit down and have a good chat with them about your situation maybe the final one here guys will wrap up this one i think they saved the best for last we locked the producers in a room and make them come up with ideas to talk about it says i love those big market corrections man they're so much fun it's like being on a roller coaster." <laughs> you never hear that one, do you? Yeah, well which year was your favorite? Oh oh let's uh nineteen twenty nine. No, two thousand and
2: eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody likes them at all. I mean, it's, uh I like roller coasters, but I don't like my money doing that. I mean that's uh that's where I draw the line. Most people are concerned about what they can do to protect themselves from the probability, high probability of another market downturn. So it's just the opposite of that, you know. And and we're serious and passionate about helping people understand where they are in their cycle of uh, of life, where it's accumulation or retirement, and how they can plan properly to to mitigate. Uh, we had fun here talking about things that don't really exist. is the opposite of everything we said. There's real concerns out there, and and we're passionate about helping people understand uh, what they can do to a better plan for their future and uh, that of their family, frankly, and creating legacies. So if anything we said today made sense, uh, we're going to have an offer for you. So uh, just listen to our offer and give us a call. If you call us right now, we're going to custom design for you an easy to understand financial review that will indicate if you need a full-blown retirement plan. There's no obligation or cost for this initial review if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. Here's what you can expect. We'll run a fee report to help you untangle what it's costing you to work with your current planner or advisor. We'll show you how to protect your investments and keep more of your money in your accounts. Next, we'll perform a tax analysis to show you how you could possibly reduce your taxes and increase your cash flow. And finally, we'll create a customized lifetime income blueprint using proven strategies and techniques that could turbocharge your retirement income. In short, We'll take the guesswork out of financial planning for you. So if you call right now, you'll get a comprehensive financial review for no cost and no obligation.
1: And that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Again, call that number, get yourself on the calendar, come in and talk about your situation. 800-987-1443. Had some fun today here on the program on retirement income solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. They are local wealth advisors at Security First Asset Management. They're also retirement income certified professionals and national social security advisors. So a great, great resource to tap into when you're ready to have a good serious conversation about your financial plans and your strategy for retirement. Give them a call. Get on the calendar. Come in for that no cost, no obligation consultation. 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Thank you so much for listening to the program today. Bill, Daniel, thanks as always for being here on the program and uh, having some fun with me today. Well, thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it, Mark. We'll do it all again next week right here, so make sure you listen, plan, and thrive to Retirement Income Solutions.
2: Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.